Welcome to the Cars and Caffeine Podcast. I'm Ken. I'm Brandon. And how you been, Brandon? I'm just crushing it like usual, man. That's what I do. How <laughs> what you been? You, what are you crushing? <laughs> you know, life. Just killing the game. You know, going um, to work like normal. <laughs> Living normal life. Yeah. Yeah. So here we are again. Episode number six. 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 Sace. Six is the mark of the beast. Six, six, six. Yeah. Mark of the beast. But we're only six. Well, what we have a lot of episodes to catch up to the devil. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but yeah. what happens when we get to episode 666? What do we do? Then we we hold up devil horns the whole time and play Pantera and Metallica and Slayer, Slayer in the background. Definitely got to have Slayer. Yeah, I feel like those are the, the main ones. Slayer. Metallica was blamed on um, someone getting killed one time um, from their one song about suicide. They got blamed. Ozzy That's, got blamed. Eminem gets, everybody gets blamed. It's crazy how the media and everybody wants to blame these things. Now there's because, a song about suicide prevention, and the name of the song is the Suicide Hotline, like the 1-800 yeah. number. Yeah. Ozzy had a song called Suicide Solution, drink a lot of alcohol and kill yourself. Well, that's not a solution, <laughs> sir. That's just suicide is what that is. <laughs> yeah, that's the, actually a pretty good song, though. But, you know, back in those days, those guys partied a lot, and it's, it's just what they wrote. doesn't mean that they actually yeah. live that way. He's still like, alive, so clearly he didn't Eminem, mean it. Eminem wrote songs about killing people and his mother and, yeah. his, and his wife. He didn't do it. Not people yet. T- <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you never time. know. Give him time. <laughs> but, I mean. Eight miles creeping back into his life. It's so crazy how people think that just because someone says it on a record or in a song that it's Dude, like. Marilyn Manson got, like, blamed for, like, Columbine oh, and crazy stuff. You know, like, people, That's crazy. Like, really? Music. I'm it has sorry, an impact on people's lives, but it's not like they directly forced you to go do anything. You're right. just listening to their songs. Exactly. It's crazy. Like, there's something wrong with you. If, if like, music makes you want to kill somebody, there's something wrong with you to begin with. Yeah. It's yeah. not going to just make a normal person want to kill somebody. If anything out there can influence you to the point like that, then, yeah, you, you probably should be, like, seeing some help or getting yeah. some help. Shouldn't be that easily swayed into murder. That's a pretty big one. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. Like, I could be talked into wanting to go see a movie. <laughs> be like, oh, I heard that new uh, X-Men movie's badass. I'm like, I heard it sucked. <laughs> be like, well, why don't we try it out? And be like, all right, you talk me into it. That's all it takes. <laughs> Murder's a little harder, I think. <laughs> I'd say. <laughs> what an odd topic to go down <laughs> right off the bat. Anyway, whatever. Just led to that. Screw it. Who cares? Where do we want to start today? How what, about, what uh, we got? let's start with this month in automotive history. Oh, we're starting or, right off the bat with some knowledge. These, these couple this week, at this, least. This week. So for March 1st, 2005, Honda unveiled the new Civic. It's, it's a big deal. So Civic came out in 2000? No, oh, in Civic 70. 70s it came out. Wait, why is that saying 2005? The Japan-based automaker launched the first Civic in the early 70s. Later, this affordable price. Oh, it's the new Civic in 2005, the new style or something. Oh, like that generate? How old is this freaking article? I don't know. Jesus. Oh, my God. In March 2nd, 1966, Ford celebrated its one millionth Mustang. That's pretty cool. Definitely. We should probably shout out um, where you're getting this article from, by the way, like the website. MyQuarterMile.com. Just in case, because we didn't come up with all this info, you know? Give the credit where it's due. Yeah. Check what else out. we got? Jim Clark was born. Scottish racing legend. I have no idea who that is. I don't know who I'm he is sure either. some people do. It's Formula, a big deal. He's a Formula One guy. How about Janet Guthrie? First female to compete in the in the 500. That's pretty cool. Indy 500. And yeah, Daytona so, 500. So Danica Patrick took right after her. <laughs> a couple <laughs> years later. Just a few, <laughs> couple decades later. 
VW bus goes into production. That's the coolest thing this week in history was the VW bus. Would you rock a VW bus? No. Why not? Uh, it's just not for me. I think they're cool. I just don't want one. I'd rock like a old ratted out bug or golf or something, but I wouldn't want a bus. Even on bags? Nah. I mean, it'd be sick, but it's just, I like smaller vehicles. Chopped? How about a chopped bus on bags? Nah. With a twin turbo. Oh, here we go. I don't <laughs> want to mess with it. Nope. Stay, staying Why away not? from it because it sounds not? like it's going to break. <laughs> <laughs> sounds uh, like problems. First adopt a highway sign goes up. That's not this week anymore. Now we're into the ninth. Whatever. I'm just reading. <laughs> what, what is going? That's going to take away from next week's this week in history. <laughs> Can't keep going. <laughs> now we're going to be just doing this month in history all today. I thought that's what I was doing. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Um, those pictures I took of Mitch's um, shoebox Ford. Yep. Um, they're going to be an Eastern Hot Rodder magazine. That's the guy cool. wants to put his car in there. Well, shout out Mitch's uh, Instagram, too, so people can check his cars out. He's got a cool old shoebox Ford and monster truck uh, Chevy. It's Mitch Sousa. Sousa? Sousa. I forget how you spell it. Is, it. is there an underscore in there? I don't know. I'd have to go to it well, and see. people will be able to figure it out. Check out Instagram. Mitch Sousa. S-O-U. He's got that shoebox Ford. Like that. The, the He's had some cool cars in his, uh, his life, though. He's had that badass Dodge Ram. Yeah. I don't know if that was bagged or what, but it was white with like green flames way back in the day when like show trucks were fucking crazy popular. Now he's got that white. Uh, now he's got truck. the opposite lifted up, big tires. Okay, it's T A T T S O U S tattoo. Tattoos. Yeah. Could we have been more wrong? We're over here saying his well, full name. <laughs> it does have his full name. You can search it by his full name too, All Mitch right. Sousa. So, but yeah, tattoo artist, his car. local dude, builds some cool cars. Does some good tattoos. I've got a couple tattoos from him. Definitely is uh, done well by me. But his uh, his shoebox is going to be in what magazine? Um, Eastern Hot Rodder. That's cool. Um, I know I've seen it on Facebook and stuff like that. The guy I talked to about the pictures mm-hmm. that I sent to him, he's from North Carolina, I guess. I like, don't know if it's just like the East Coast or whatever. Yeah. I have to, I'll have to research a little bit more. North Carolina's on the East still, so that's good. Yeah. It's just not Northeast. But um, he's going to put the pictures in there, so that would be pretty cool. have to check that out. Definitely have to buy an issue of it if you can. I don't know if you buy it online or if it actually has print. I'm not sure. A lot of magazines don't go to print anymore. It's nuts. Yeah. If they do, they're expensive. Yeah. Because they do them like quarterly now or something. They don't do them as... If you go buy a magazine on the newsstand, it's so expensive compared to if you like buy a subscription. You get a subscription for like the cost of like one and a half (laughs) magazines if you bought it at at some bookstore. But I sent them the pictures and um, we took took it at his friend's house. his friend's house has like gas pumps and stuff like that and a barn Old and stuff. Old-timey so looking. Yeah. That's cool. There are pictures. They came out pretty good. So The car's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah, I, that thing was purple originally. Yeah. Right? And then I he painted kinda, it like I really a maroon. I really purple too. And you know what's another um, picture I want to use? I'd like to use that picture I think for the website too and we do the website for... Yeah. When the website's up, you guys can check it out, carsandcaffeinepodcast.com. Oh, it'll be up by the time they're listening to episode six. I would hope so. That'd be pretty bad if, if it was If it's not harass us on facebook and instagram until it's on there <laughs> yeah it should be up by then yeah it's almost done now so um but i want to use that picture of uh, remember when charles was standing out in the road at the cars and caffeine podcast mm-hmm. at the cars and caffeine show yeah um and his purple car was turning in mm-hmm. that picture i took that was a really cool picture i'd like to use that one i like that one yeah. a lot so we'll have to pick out what pictures we want to use yeah so anyway go through on that stuff though automotive history <laughs> Oh, did you hear about this? What? Supposedly, Porsche's getting into uh, checking out the science of a flying car. What? 
Yeah. No. That's what this article says. Flying cars? They're at least dabbling in it, I guess. Mm. But it says here that you will not need a pilot's license to operate the taxi because it'll be mostly autonomous. It, Summoned yeah. via an app or whatever feature people call to use robo-taxis from the sky. <laughs> Jesus. So there's going to be Uber that flies around next. Oh, I don't know if it's possible, but... Dude, that's way too futuristic. That's not going to happen for a, a while. No, not for guess. a very long time. But <laughs> it says that... the Jetsons. It even says right here that Porsche's plans will come to fr- will not come to fr- fruition anytime soon. Um, but at least they're working on something other than SUVs and variations of the 911. <laughs> that's what it says. Boo. It's on uh, Jalopy. Boo that. I know, right? They should only work on the 911. The 911 is the shit. <laughs> yeah. That's like the I best car. I disagree with that Jalopnik article. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. Great website. Love Jalopnik, but just got to disagree with that last yeah, statement. Yeah, 911's where it's at, Porsche. Exactly. Uh, don't worry about flying cars. <laughs> Not yet. We're no. a little ways away from that. Yeah, I don't, I don't see myself wanting a flying car even. Is that weird? I don't know. I my take on flying cars is think about how many accidents we have just driving. Yeah. But that's because you're restricted to the lanes you're in. I get that. Flying. You can literally go anywhere. Right. But if you crash while you're flying, you're probably going to die. You crash in a car. Not always. You can survive. You have a much better chance. Definitely can. But, but in the car, if you're flying and then crash and boom, you come to the ground, you're definitely going to die. I just assume explosions happen if you're flying and crash. Well, then you die. That's, yeah, I yeah, do so imagine that. You have a much better chance of dying. And, and the way people drive nowadays, can you imagine them trying to fly? They'd be hitting houses and trees and telephone poles. That's true. And, but. And other cars and planes. A couple of weeks ago, a guy like went off a ramp by accident and jumped a street and landed his car in the second floor of a house. What? In like California. That's crazy. And I'm pretty sure a, like a CDTA type bus, like a transit bus, caught it on video. Really? Yeah, like because it just was driving up to it and saw the thing land in the second floor of a house. Oh my god! Just dangling out of the edge of the house, didn't fall out, didn't explode, just stayed there. That's crazy. Yeah, I've never seen some shit like that. I remember watching uh, Jesse James as a dead man one time, and he uh, it was all set up obviously, but he jumped a house with like a race truck he had. It's yeah. pretty crazy. One of those Baja trucks. Yeah, those things are crazy. He was crazy, man. He did some crazy shit. Yeah. I love his work, though. He does badass stuff. Jesse James is... He built uh, the Tuttle's father, like a 32 Ford, I think. Little white coupe. Badass. So uh, there's this article I was reading on um, Motor Trend. Now there's 14 new members of the 700 Horsepower Club. Yeah. So move over, Hellcat. It's basically what the article says. Shoo. Hellcat. The Aston Martin Valkyrie. Valkyrie? Ooh. That's pretty crazy looking, isn't it? You guys got to check this out. Valkyrie, it almost looks like a, if you took like a Lotus Elise yeah. and made it crazier. <laughs> yeah. And light. Definitely. Like, that thing looks like it could fly, basically. Bugatti, Bugatti Chiron. Well, I mean, that's a 214, 1,479 horsepower. That's, Jesus that's Christ. That's too many horsepowers. That's insane. It's only three million bucks. What's the big deal? The Chevy Corvette ZR1. I like the ZR1. That thing's nasty. Yeah. I built one on the website last night. You can go to the Chevy's website and build the yeah, Corvette. What, what did it cost you? One hundred forty grand by the time you're done. One hundred forty-four. Yeah. Really? This, Look at that. I, I had this orange-looking car with blacked-out wheels. It looked like a straight race car. It's pretty nasty. Yeah. The, the demon. Demon. That thing's. That's basically just a hopped-up Challenger. But it makes eight hundred forty horsepower. Right. So it's a little bit more than or not Challenger. Yeah. It's Zero more to sixty than and two point one. I don't know if that'll be true if you actually get in the car and try it yourself. 
Zero to 60 in 2.1. Wow. Right? I feel like you're going to lose traction on a normal street. You're, there's no way you're I, getting I feel like that car's too heavy to do it that fast. Even that Porsche, the 2019 uh, Porsche GT3, does it in three seconds. You can tell me that's faster <laughs> than a Porsche? Well, the Porsche is only 512 horsepower. Power to weight ratio, though. That thing's super light. Right. We'll have to, I'll have to go to that and show you that in a little bit. Ferrari 812. They call it the 812 Superfast. Yeah, so it's super fast. It better be with that kind of name. 2.8 seconds, 0 to 60. Wait, 211 top speed? Wow, thing's bad. Dude, how about that Kia Stinger? You I've heard something about it, yeah. It's like a, I think it's twin turbo V6 or something. I think top speed's like 176 miles an hour. Really? Something like that. It's crazy for a Kia. Not that I would buy it. But no, definitely not. It's cool for that's Kia cool, trying to yeah. make something cool finally. 789 horsepower on that Ferrari Superfast. Ferrari. Shocking, another Ferrari. 488 Pista. <laughs> the Pista. <laughs> the Pista Pista. 711 horsepower. That's yeah. crazy. That thing looks cool. Jeep Grand Cherokee Trackhawk. It's a Hellcat in an SUV, yeah. basically. 707 horsepower. Yep. 3.3 seconds. That's pretty damn quick. Yeah. The Aventador. Lamborghini Aventador. McLaren 720S. McLarens are always so cool looking. $288,000. How I sound much? like a dumbass when I talk about those. Oh, look at this McLaren now. <laughs> yeah. That's a nice McLaren. Senna? Senna. Oh, thing's so badass. Yeah. Only 789 horsepower? Damn, I was hoping for more than that. That should be plenty, though. I agree. That's definitely plenty for that car. But P1 brakes and suspension in that thing. Mercedes AMG Project 1. Pagani. Oh. Pagani Porsche. what? Um, Araya. Araya. 754 horsepower. Look at that. 911. Beautiful 911. GT3 RS. 060 2.7. 700 horsepower. Jesus. Barely makes the list. Yeah, that sucks. That's the bottom number you could have to still qualify. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty badass. That's crazy. Yep. I want a Porsche like that. (sighs) I got such a crush on Porsches recently, dude. Yeah. It's been over a year now. Been crushing on Porsches real hard. (laughs) They're such nice cars. I mean, how can you not love them? Yeah, I was watching more of the RWB build videos. Oh, yeah? I can't help myself. I can't help it. Every weekend, I find myself going on YouTube trying to find new shit. Yeah. And I end up on, like, very similar pages. I always, like, like Crispy's page or a few of the other guys that I watch their videos. Crispy does some crazy good videos. And uh, the RWB videos keep popping up, and I just keep watching them. Which I did find out, Raw Welt B. Griff in German translates to rough world concept hmm. so rwb stands for rough world concept i like it i still don't really know what it means <laughs> what does that mean rough i'm world not concept. sure but it's cool it sounds cool yeah i like the sound of it but now i feel a little bit smarter about it and i got the <laughs> owner's name akira nakai I, I figured at least give him the proper shout out because we talk about his cars constantly so what, what is he, japanese china i believe it's japanese japanese um, but has, that's all he does and the name of his company is german yeah, well, they're Porsches, so it's based that's on true. German cars. That yeah. makes sense. It's yeah. not like he's doing it to Toyotas and all that <laughs> shit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking. But, uh, and I know that, too. I don't know why. So, had a brain so since I was watching those videos, I did a little bit more research on them because I figured I might as well sound like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, definitely. And for like a 993, the wide body kit that he comes to America, installs for your car, all that, Yeah, somewhere around 25 to 30 grand just for the kit. Jesus. Not Not shipped. So I don't know what that adds to it, shipping all that stuff over here. Then you got, if you want the suspension he does, another five grand. The wheels he puts on, another 55, six grand. 
So, and then I like everything else, like the, the spoiler, the big wing on the back, that's another like 1500 bucks. So you're looking at over $40,000 basically by the time you're putting one of those onto an existing 993. Yeah. And that's just a 993. I'm not sure what his other kits are for 964s or the other models. But you figure most people who have Porsches have a lot of money, so they can probably afford most of that. Most people. Most people, yeah. yeah. I mean, there I are mean, some people that have Porsches that probably just barely afford it. I don't know any of the any of the people personally at all, but from what I'm seeing in the videos, there's some younger guys on there. But when you hear their their testimonials in the videos, they like say like, "Yeah, I, I work six seven days a week." Yeah. Like they got they're they're obviously they're pretty well off if they can afford a yeah, Porsche to begin with. I'd say whether they earned it or they were gifted, it doesn't really matter. But it's it's just the the quality that this guy puts into those builds is is amazing. Yeah. yeah. I, every week I find myself watching more on that guy. It's I don't know. I'm hooked on him right now. <laughs> I, does he only do Porsches? As far as I know, yeah. I haven't seen him do anything else. I think it'd be cool to see him do something else that you wouldn't think he'd normally do, like a muscle car or something like that. Well, these kits are obviously he designed all these specifically kits, for Porsches, but he right? doesn't he doesn't like measure anything. Yeah, he does it all by eye. That's crazy. He brings like a little piece of like tape with him, mark mocks it up, smokes his cigarettes, just starts cutting right. cigarettes and and coke out of glass bottles with real <laughs> sugar in them. <laughs> no no cornstarch. <laughs> Or corn syrup, whatever the hell he fucking put in I those things. I think Coke has corn syrup in it, doesn't it? Not the original. Glass no? bottle sure? Mexican Coke's got real sugar in it. Yeah, but corn syrup, I don't know, it's not high fructose corn syrup at all? No, oh. not the original. That's what they use. They use sugar. They switch to the corn syrup. Uh, that's like when you see Pepsi Classic, they they do like a sugar version instead of their corn syrup version. But don't they have sugar and corn syrup in it? No. not Sure. The, yeah, trust me. Okay. I've looked these up because okay. I drink soda. <laughs> okay. See, I don't. So. Yeah, that's why I haven't. <laughs> I haven't drink soda since I was like yeah. 14. They're so no, good, too. Probably they actually 15, do taste the difference. 15, 16 years old. Missing out? No, not really. Mm. I don't like soda. You should. <laughs> the only time I've drank soda, like bef- other than when I was young, was when I drank, like when I was in my 20s and I drank a lot. Like mixed drinks? Clubs. Yeah, mixed drinks. Yeah. There was only a little bit in there, but I never really drank it like a cup of it or can of it anymore. Yeah. I always drank water. Well, it's healthy for you. Yeah. Soda's just not good for you. It definitely isn't. Bad for your teeth. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's what I've done. What else we got going on here today? Let's do a little uh, little Craigslist. Oh, we're searching the Craigslist. Yeah, Craigslist in New York City. All right, Craigslist, New York. So, uh, warning, mostly possibly stolen. <laughs> Let's just be honest. <laughs> New York City's going to be really mad at us. What do we got? Cool. Nothing so far. It's a bunch of used eclipses. Well, New York City's got a big um, area, obviously, so it's going to take a while to get to something cool. Probably probably should have started somewhere else. We could buy this. Look at that, 1985. How dare you click on an Eldorado? 1985 Cadillac Eldorado with sunroof, 54,000 miles. I don't want anything to do with it. Why not? Because I don't like it. A VA Eldorado. I do like the wood grain. Yeah, Classic. got a tape deck. 54,000. Yeah, that could be 154. I don't know if I believe that. It rolled over. Could be. You never know. But it does El look Dorado. like it does look like it's in great shape. El Dorado. Check it out, guys, in Long Island. Look at those seats. Yeah, they're in good shape. There's that doesn't have 150,000 miles on it. The those seats would be red much more rug warm. in there. Is he flipping that car off just to block <laughs> the license plate? <laughs> Was <That's> he? Rude. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, what else what else is for sale? He only wants 9 grand for it, too. Nothing cool. Just basic-ass cars. 
two-for-one trade for Cobra Replica. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, he wants Two-for-one what? What's he trying to trade? <laughs> There's three a cars. A 74 Corvette and a 71 Catalina? The other car is a 79 Witten Tiger? What the hell is that? <laughs> He's trying to get a Cobra Replica. Screw this guy. <laughs> How dare you try to trade some nonsense? What else we got going on here? Yeah, Craigslist is pretty shitty in the city. Yeah, we should find another one. We'll come back to this. <laughs> I'm going to go back up to a smaller area. Let's see. Oh, you know what? What? Um, Where was that one article you had there on the... Or no, it wasn't the article, the video of the Malibu. The Malibu. Oh, yes. You want to hear that crazy-ass thing? That's insane. This huge Malibu. Big-ass... Complete drag car. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Oh. That's it? That's not the best video of that thing, I guess. No. I see a cop getting up there talking to him. There's... I think there's a video called The Real King of Coastal. The Real King of Coastal. Right here. Here we go. Listen to that freaking thing. That thing's over a block away. I know. It's so obnoxious. This is down in Ocean City. Yeah, this was at Ocean City. During the H2O or something This else? was uh, Cruising Week, oh, 2017. Okay. That's when the muscle cars come? Well, this guy, I think, was actually there for H2O, was too, he? if this I remember right. so nasty. I just don't remember seeing it. But, uh, it's got this big, it's like an alcohol, an alcohol oh, yeah. drag Here he goes, watch. It's ridiculous. Smokes his tires. Just like, roasts him for a block. Block, at least. Just still going. Still going. Still going. So ridiculous. Insane. So crazy. I would but, love to have a car like that, but you couldn't drive it anywhere. Dude, so all I think of is like how close we are to spring now. Oh, I know. And I can't wait to take more. And pictures. we just had a freaking nor- nor'easter like two days ago. So much I snow. Dumped like a foot and a half of snow. I posted a picture on my Instagram about it. You saw that one with the Corvette? Yeah, the Corvette that the was guy driving, driving like snow. a like a late seventies Corvette <laughs> in the Ray blizzard. Style. Yeah. Dude, I go to pull into the bank, and this guy's just sitting there with the window down. He's not even in the car. Blizzard, just letting it snow right inside the court. <laughs> That's insane. Not, does not give one shit about it. <laughs> What's wrong with people? Why would you drive a Corvette in the snow? Like an old one, like yeah. that. Like, like it has to be his daily. I hope he puts snow tires on. If that's not his daily, and he had to break that thing out just because his daily broke down, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Uber, get somebody to pick you up. Yeah, I would do Uber. I would not be driving a Corvette. Do something. Get a friend. Don't drive your Corvette in the snow. Oh, by the way, they're bringing the new Ranger back. Oh, by the way. The old Ranger. Oh, by the way. What does that have to do with the Corvette? (laughs) Nothing, but. Oh, by the way. The Ranger's coming back. The Ford Ranger's coming back. Hilarious. Are they going to do that shitty little step side body that you could fit like a bicycle in the back of and that's about it? I don't know. They don't even Remember they made like the Ford, they they had like the Edge edition. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. The Edge. Yeah. The little step side. It's coming back though. Is this what the Ford Ranger? You know what I'd still like? rock? I'm not even gonna lie. I'd I'd rock like a 2000 S10 Extreme V6. Those are pretty cool. I like those old trucks. Those are cool trucks. I don't like the step side as much as the the normal bed though. No. Slap a roll pan on the back, slam it, just drive it. So that's what the Ford Ranger is gonna look like. It's gonna kind of look like a Dodge Ram or a Ford pickup. It's like a baby, a small F150. Like a, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, a small F150. It's basically what it is. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what it looks like. Kind of got the Dodge Ram feel to it too. Like that's like how Chevy has their Colorado looks just like a mini Silverado now. Yeah, 
It's it's like a big little truck though. They're yeah, pretty like, big look at now. this. This looks bigger than a. That looks Ranger. like an old F one fifty. Like yeah. like the same height, yep. ride height, and everything. Might be pretty cool. It even says the FX4 on there. So basically, they brought the Ranger back. But it's funny because when they bring cars back, it's never the even close to the original car. When know? they brought back the the Challenger, that was the closest thing that I was yeah, like, all right, that, was that, pretty good. that body style is pretty But you know similar. what I hated? When they brought back the Monte Carlo. Or I don't know if oh. they ever, it ever left, but just the newer oh. Monte Carlos, front-wheel drive. They made like, like the Dale Earnhardt edition, Jimmy Johnson edition in blue. Do you remember those? Yeah, front-wheel drive Monte Carlo. My... Uh, or this girl I used to see, I guess you'd call it, in high school. Her dad had a yellow, like Jeff Gordon edition one. Really? Yeah, with the 24 on the side. He had yellow window tint. So corny. I just, I just don't get it because for all through the 70s, all through the 80s, and then was in the 90s, I think they changed it to front wheel drive with those Monte Carlos that were Luminos. Yeah. They were the same horrible. car. Horrible. Yeah. So that's in the 90s. That's when they changed so it. So stupid. Really? Why? Well, you know no. how they originally, like, Ford wanted to discontinue the Mustang? Yeah. Or I shouldn't say discontinue. They wanted to redesign the Mustang. They wanted to make it a front-wheel drive V6, like a lot of, like, the European cars that were coming out. Oh, I think I heard about that. And yeah. then Ford Mustang owners, like, heard about the, the possible switchover, and they were all kind of writing, like, letters and email. Oh, probably not emails at the time. I'm sure it was just letters back then. And then they ended up coming out with the Probe instead. So that was their front-wheel drive V6 that was originally going to be the new Mustang. The Ford Probe. Turned into the Ford Probe, and then they kept making Mustangs. The Ford Probe is like part Mazda, isn't it? Like has Mazda stuff in it? Pretty sure. Well, that, that, was kinda, that was kind of what they were going for, like that front engine, front-wheel drive V6. And I shouldn't say front engine. All Mustangs are front engine, but you know what I mean. Front-wheel drive V6 to compete with like the Japanese cars and European cars that were same style. And then they got so much backlash. They were like, all right, geez, we'll keep the Mustang. Let me just say this. I think if Ford did that to the Mustang, they'd go out of business. At the time, who knows? I think it's a smart move that they didn't do it, Definitely. <laughs> like the, the Mustang. If you look at it now, like Mustangs revive, like obviously people hate on them. They call them crowd killers, all that yeah. stuff like that. Well, but that's because people can't handle the power. They're it's so just, light. They're, they're an affordable, fun car. Right. I had one. I loved it. Uh, 2011 GT 5.0. Speaking of Mustangs, I'd like, I might be looking at getting a notchback. Notchbacks are cool. cool. Not anytime soon, but eventually. Those are the Fox bodies I approve. Yeah, I like them. They're pretty neat. The hatchbacks are badass too. It's just that I like the notchback look better. I definitely like the notchback better. But I might be looking into one maybe, I don't know, a year or two. Who knows? Uh We'll see. Sounds like we're going car shopping. Maybe. That's exciting. They're hard to find though. And then the color I want is even harder because I want a specific color. What color? Black. You can paint it. Black's an easy one to change, too. I realize that, but I don't have money to get it painted. You know a guy. Yeah. Where are we going to paint it? Get a big enough garage in that next house of yours. We <laughs> set up a box fan. <laughs> I got a little compressor. We'll be good to go. I don't want any of those fumes going up and killing my kid, though. Well, get him out of the house for the day. He'll be fine. <laughs> don't worry about I it. I don't know about that. Oh, uh, I think he'll be okay if he leaves the home. <laughs> <laughs> those fumes will be gone by the time he comes back. It'll be all good. Speaking of uh, possible car stuff, I got some some Project Alltrack updates. Oh, yeah? Let us know what's going so, on. So last weekend, or two weeks ago, I was like contemplating almost getting rid of the car already just to fix up shit on the house and whatever. So like, yeah. I felt like I was being greedy having two cars. You know what I mean? Like I felt like I should adult sometimes and try to be responsible. And then my wife talked me out of that. She's the best. She goes, no, <laughs> you got your, your car that you always wanted. You barely even got to have fun with it last year because you were fixing everything up. 
Now you got wheels and exhaust parts. You didn't even bolt on the thing. You can't sell it yet. She does have a point. She has a great point. So I took that point and, and I said, all right, Sean, 518 Motoring, how much is my coilover going to cost me? You barely drove that car too. I drove it a couple times. Yeah, I drove so it like 10 times. I have a little fun with it. At least, I mean, I sold so, my Camaro, but at least I yeah. drove it a lot. So I got my, my, I got my avant-garde wheels ready to go. I just got to get some tires. I'm ordering up my BCBR coilovers because I'm not doing bags. Can't can't swing the bag money. <laughs> That's just crazy. Maybe one day. Maybe one day, but who knows? Probably not. <laughs> you never know. But I'm just doing the coilovers for now. I got my downpipe, the Burke downpipe for it. So I hopefully have all that stuff on. Then I can get the body work squared away by the end of April. Good to go, hopefully for spring. Yeah. We'll see. Oh, one thing we forgot to mention is uh, next episode we're going to be having a guest on true episode seven gonna be a big deal because it'll be first guest we yep. have on the podcast charles is gonna be on the show charles from cars and caffeine charles, charles how Dar- do you say his darmingen darmingen pretty Did sure you ask him? i asked him in a facebook message yep. and i said i know it's kind of hard to say it to me because you can't say it to me so he spelled it out like a dictionary would min gin yeah and he put a g there and i go i assume the g sounds like a j because there's really a j there mm-hmm. and he goes yes <laughs> darmingen I always I thought it was like Darmangian or something like too, that. Me too, but um, so that's how you say it. Well, we'll ask him, obviously, when he's here. I just call him Charles. It's yeah, that's what I call him, Charles. But he's I always be say on it's, show. Been, it's ESC Custom, right? Evil yes. Subi Customs. ESC. Yes. I always say ECS for some reason. I think it just flows. It sounds like. Weird. Yeah. Uh, it comes out of my mouth easier. <laughs> I don't know. ECS. ECS sounds good. ESC, though. Oh. <laughs> so, so see, now I got you saying it wrong. <laughs> you messed me up. Yeah, ESC. Evil Subi Customs is his company. He's a fabricator over at uh, 1945. Yeah, he works shop, there. Helps, builds all kinds of cool Helps shit. Jeremy Bay out at the shop yep. where Cars and Caffeine is hosted. And we were lucky enough to do a pretty cool shoot with him last year. Yeah, his, his cars. With his old Dodge, or I, what I just call a Dodge. Plymouth. Plymouth. I mean, same <laughs> same company, yeah, but not, not, not quite, the same. Not quite the same. Right. Close. But yeah, Plymouth uh, Special Deluxe 47. Yeah. Yeah. so sick. That was a fun photo shoot. We're going to have to do another one with them this year. Yeah. We'll, we'll stay out of talking about it too much this week because obviously we'll go over some of the cool stuff yeah. that happened during yeah. the photo shoot with him. Talk with, about with him the cops build, showing talk up. Talk about him building his car and all that stuff. Do like you remember the cops? Yes, of course I remember <laughs> yeah. the cops. We got to save all that good stuff for next week. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, he's got a couple cars. He's got obviously the Subi, yep. which, which started his whole business where he does the WRX diffusers and side skirts and spats. And now he kind of builds for whatever you want. I have to say it. that's one of the coolest looking WRXs I've seen. Yeah, he's got a lot of crazy stuff done to it now. I'm not sure what he's got planned for it this year. I don't know, but he's trying to sell his wheels. And the fact that he's got two badass cars is awesome. He got new wheels, so it's going to be different. Yeah, that's why he's trying to sell his other ones. Always changing. And we keep trying to get Matt Chaput to buy him. And Matt already bought other wheels. So (laughs) sorry, (laughs) (laughs) did he? Oh yeah, we see showed him. That's right. They're actually pretty cool. I asked him about being on a podcast too. He said he'd be interested. Yeah. So we'll get him on sometime. Talk to him about his photography. He's a pretty good photographer too. So Matt was actually one of the uh, banana costume people down <laughs> at H2O. So yeah. we'll talk about that too. That's funny. Yeah. He's a, and, uh, Matt and make Mike. It, speaking of the banana people, didn't they make it on Jalopnik or whatever that was? They made it on a lot of things. Yeah. There was a lot of H2O videos that yeah. included the banana guys running around yelling, we need potassium and shit <laughs> like that. Yeah. Crazy kids. Yeah. That's Banana break. And they all just like sat down because they retired from walking so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so great. The next episode will be lucky number seven. Lucky seven. Seven yeah. reach for heaven. Right? What was that? King? Kings? You put all the cards around a cup in the middle of the table. Never You draw a card. It. What? You guys play weird games. That's drinking games. I played other games, but not that game. Kings is a good one. We played quarters. Six is for dicks. That's what this episode's named. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. 
<laughs> there's like uh, six is for what six is for dicks all the dudes got a drink <laughs> there's all kinds of you don't remember that no a- i never played that a- i don't remember all of them i played quarters i played um like what is the name of the game with the cards um i was gonna say please don't say you're trying to think of beer pong because that's an easy one to come oh i definitely with. played that before yeah. um no there's this card game they used to play when we drank but i can't remember the name of it now well the card game i'm talking about is king's <laughs> And that one says six are for dicks. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's our episode name. Six that's, are for dicks. That's this week's. <laughs> Sorry. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know about that one. That's not the best name. We'll come up with something better. Yeah, it is what it is. Yep. So let me ask you: You're in the body shop business, right? Yes. I write mm-hmm. estimates. Someone gets into an accident, right? Mm-hmm. They're shook up, you know, they almost died, maybe. Or maybe it's just a little fender bender. Either way, mm-hmm. their car gets towed to your shop. Mm-hmm. They come there. What happens from there on out? Explain well, the process for people. Like who don't from, know. from the accident, from the moment you're in an accident? Like once they get to your shop. All right, well, let me start back a little further than that because you want to do a few things before you just show up at the shop with a wrecked <laughs> car because we don't know why you're here. Like <laughs> we, we need some info. So when you get into a crash, call the cops. Well, call the police. I'm pretty sure that's a given. You want to get a police report. You want to have some form of proof to to show that somebody was at fault for this accident because insurance companies could deny liability. What if you were at fault? You still call the cops if you want. I mean, well, yeah, obviously. Either you way, you don't want to run and take away. If from you that. hit somebody else, I'm sure that person's going to want the police report. You exactly. Know? So, just accept liability. Stop trying to hide from it because you're going to get screwed in the long run if you don't. And either way, most likely. Your insurance is going to get like subrogated and, and charged back for whatever they fix if they have to use their own insurance anyway. So anyway, let me let me start over. <laughs> get get the insurance involved. Most times, if somebody rear ends you and you see like a little scratch on your bumper, that little scratch is going to turn into a thousand dollar repair, like pretty just, close to it. Just for a little scratch. So you got to take the bumper apart completely. Take the reflectors out. Take the step pad out. Fix the damage on the car. Pay for the materials for the car. Pay for the guy to do it all. When you do a little scratch, even if it's like an hour or two scratch, it's going to end up costing you seven, eight hundred dollars in a body shop. By the time they're done disassembling, fixing, painting, reassembling, getting your car back, can you just buff it out? No, it won't buff out. Not if it's scratched through the paint. Not if you want it fixed, be back to brand new shape again. What if I have a bottle of touch up paint? You can touch it up. It's your car. You do whatever the fuck you want to it. <laughs> but if you want your car fixed to how it was before you were hit by somebody else, that's yes. how you got to do it. So you start the claim with your insurance company. Depending on what that company is, they have a few day window, usually seven or eight days to respond. Most of them respond much quicker than that. So you want to get that estimate written from your insurance company. Not people think that like you have to go around and get like three or four estimates and compare them and give your insurance company, whichever one's the best. No, that's not how it works. If you're trying to price shop, you're trying to get the most expensive one thinking you're going to make some money on it. That doesn't work either. <laughs> Whatever your insurance company is or the one that's going to pay for the repairs, that's the estimate that the body shop has to work off of to start with, no matter where you go. Right, because they're the so, one paying the bill. Say you come into my shop and I write you an estimate for three grand. Then you go to Allstate, say that's your insurance company, and they write you one for two grand. That doesn't matter. We'll start with theirs for $2,000. We'll take their list of aftermarket junk that they want to put back on your car. We'll price match it and make you get factory parts. Like we'll do what we can to make you have a nice car again Yeah, within price restrictions. But anything that they don't put on there or they try to cheap out on, that's our job to 
work for the customer and make sure your car is restored back to how it should be. So we'll get the scans that are required from the factory and the, the proper rebar. Like if they buy a bumper assembly from a junkyard, comes in all rusty, we're not going to use that. So we're put good shit on your car. Let me just stop you right there. Yeah. You help the customer. You don't help the insurance company. We you try to work for the customer. See, that's that's, good. that's how it goes. I think a lot of body shops. Well, they say they work for the customer. I'm not. I don't know for sure, but I mean, this is my take on some of yeah. them. They're whatever you know. They're all about the insurance company. Well, there's certain shops that are DRPs, and certain shops that are DRPs make concessions for insurance companies. Direct like, repair shops. Yeah, direct repair facilities. <laughs> I guess or whatever. I don't. Either way, they. Uh, they'll be willing to work off of like a Geico crappy estimate where it's all aftermarket keystone parts and they'll just hog out holes and bolt yeah. them on and make them fit close and give you your car back because they get a, they get like more percentage of their work sent right. to them. So even though they're doing the car for less, they get more business sent their way because they're willing to do it that way. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. I see what you're saying. When we don't want to do that, that like we want to make sure your car is fixed how it should be right back to where, you had it before you got hit. Well, I worked at a body shop for a little while, and they did a good job. Um, they had, like, surveys and everything like that yeah. where, you know, if the survey was bad, they got in trouble and oh, stuff yeah. like that. They, they did not mess yeah. around. We get them, and they yep. send them out from the insurance company and from, like, the estimate systems even. Like, CCC writes your estimates, yep. or we use that program. Right. And they'll send you emails and, and get surveys back. Well, the last the body shop place <laughs> I worked at, they're a big body shop in the area. has mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of them. Um, but... You know, the insurance companies would pull out of there if they got too many bad, oh, yeah. bad um, reports because mm-hmm. they were a direct repair shop. They would get dropped off their list real and quick. You'd lose a lot of money by that. So they definitely didn't want that. Like so we have would. one at the shop I work at that's basically almost a million dollars a year worth of business. That's crazy. It's pretty much guaranteed sent our way yeah. because we work for that insurance company. So makes it easy for somebody if they get in an accident just, just to stop. Come there and do drop it. Drop your car off with us. We write the estimate, fix it, give it back to you all like one stop. Yeah. But... So, yeah, you get the insurance estimate, then you set up the appointment, you call us, whatever, we schedule you in. Once we get the car inside the shop, we take it apart and write a list for a supplement of anything that was missed. So, like, you you see a bumper cracked, you take the bumper off, and then you see the absorber and the condenser behind there is also damaged, so you write a supplement for right. extra parts. We negotiate all that with the insurance companies, blah, 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 blah. Basically, in the end, we just want to make sure your car is right back to how it should be working from a factory. And make sure it's safe because we're liable. Yeah. Like if something happens, if they go out and something happens because of work you did. You leave and they can see we you. leave a radiator cap off and all your coolant flies out of your car and your motor seizes, that's on us. Yeah. Not on the insurance company. You definitely don't <laughs> want that. No. So we make sure everything's done. And if you don't do, I mean, for the most part, the insurance company finds out you cheaped out on something that they told you not to, you can get in trouble from them by uh, that. You can, get, you can get fined. Yeah. And- Probably brought to court, I'm sure. Work, build, not performed is how they word it. So, like, if we say... It's basically insurance fraud, isn't it? It's insurance fraud, yeah. 100%. So, yeah. me as the adjuster, the estimator, I can get fined. Like, personally? Just mm-hmm. not the place? That's personally. Crazy. Um, if they showed any proof that I made some kind of money off of it, say they, say we write you an estimate, or say you have an estimate for five grand from the insurance company, Yeah. and they wrote for factory parts somehow. So, you had and that you put aftermarket parts on it. And we saved you money by getting aftermarket. But, like, hey... That five grand, I can do it for three if me and you split that difference. So give me a thousand bucks, you get a thousand bucks. We'll call that's, that's insurance that's fraud. Big time. I'll get video. fined for up to five thousand dollars just for that. If I make over I think you can get fined up to fifty thousand dollars 
or if you made more than fifty thousand dollars, you can get fined like whatever you made, really? plus your license revoked for multiple years. Your estimator's license or your driver's license? Estimator's license. Uh, so you won't be able to work. Right. You'll have a felony on your record, so you'll have a really hard time getting back into the field. I'd say. And you have, a, I think, at least a two-year suspension on your license. So Jeez. good luck with, with your career for the next and two that, years. And that probably show up when even when you do get it back. it probably show up when you go to jobs. So the only way you can get it back, and the only reason this is all fresh is because I'm studying for my test. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, got to get your so license. So the only way you can get it back is I think you got to do a 1033 form is what they call it. You have to have some proof of possible employment like lined up. So you have to have a job willing to hire you. Wow. Then go apply. So it could take weeks. Like who knows? So wherever that job is, they're probably going to not hire you anyway. Right. So once you do it, you're pretty much burned. You're out. Like go figure Which out you your job. you should be. If you're doing shit like that. You could go back and be a tech because a lot of estimators, you know, have some kind of a background of, of either working in the field or have some kind of knowledge working on cars. Right. Like that's how I started. Well, if you're committing insurance dense. fraud, it's why insurance rates are so high sometimes because of insurance fraud. <laughs> that's what they say. You want anyway. to piss me off? So what? there's a lawsuit going around right now for State Farm. Because according to the the accusations, they bribed a judge to to not find them guilty in some some claim. I forgot exactly what I it heard, was. One second, I heard something about State Farm when I worked at the one body shop. They said State Farm it was against the law for them to um, only put or only make you use parts trader or something like that to get their parts, and there was a monopoly and they couldn't do that. Is yeah, that what this is about. Well, no, this isn't about that. Wow. But, but yeah, State Farm's got a lot of weird stuff like that. Like they 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 basically want to track how you're getting your parts so they can track the profit. You but I heard that that was against the law. Like that they can't do that. They can't make you buy they, them from certain places or whatever. It's it's all insurance games. So they oh, can, they it? can they can request you to do shit. <clears throat> but either way, that's not what this lawsuit's about. Oh, this okay. is about they bribed a judge to get them out of some lawsuit that could have cost them a couple million bucks. Now that that lawsuit has been found out about. They bribed a judge like a few hundred grand, and this lawsuit is now up to almost $7 billion Holy of shit. what State Farm could be fined and, and have to pay back because of their bribing a judge and all this shit, right? They should have stuck with the $7 million or a couple million. It was a couple million. Now they owe $7 billion, basically. So you know how that gets paid? How? I, ha- I have State Farm. Insurance goes up? My policy is going to go up. They're going to reimburse themselves <laughs> by charging the, the policyholders a higher premium for the next however long it takes to recoup seven billion dollars. Criminals. It's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the insurance I had um before I have now, I have USAA and it's pretty good. I'm not I'm happy with it. My dad was in the military yep. and he has it, so because he has it yep. and he was in the military I can get it. Um I like it, but the one I had before it was progressive, but even before that, um it's crazy because you'd think if you've been a member with them for a long time, your rates would go down. No, no. Them sometimes they went up. There's some policies that do that stuff, like those uh, vanishing deductibles after a couple of years, right. no accidents. Yeah, it'll drop a hundred bucks a year until you have no deductible anymore. Yeah, but like this company, it doesn't matter. I'm not gonna <clears throat> put it out there. But it was just the one insurance company I didn't like that. After I don't know how long I was with them, a few years easily, and I didn't get any tickets or anything like that. They just <clears throat> wouldn't change it. It went up a little bit, so I I dropped them. Went with yeah. another one. Like screw that shit. Sometimes. Yeah, it's like really. It's a game. It's all. That's all insurance is. It's a game, and they like to gamble. The fucked up thing about most insurance companies is they want you to pay your premiums and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. when you need them for an accident, they're not always there. 
They're they're a lot better. Dude, like, they're tough. It's like I got my little accent. Remember when my car was that came yeah. to your shop and they did my insurance company did great. I can't complain. Yeah. So well, USAA is honestly one of the easier ones to work with. Yeah. For their their claims processes, everything goes fairly smooth with them. Yeah. It's some other companies that are nearly impossible to deal with, and they make you do the runaround. Yep. But it's all what's about- what's happening is they're they're trying to basically get rid of their human adjusters like they have everyone just working is that why at they desk. took got rid of a bunch of them was that um what company was that just got rid of them all, all state got rid of a bunch state, recently okay. the, um progressive progressive's closing down a lot of their local claim centers really? like where you could drive in and get your estimate and wow. do all that shit now they're they're switching to like an app on your phone really like here you go do your job uh i know you guys pay us every month to to make sure you're covered correctly um go take a picture of your car and just text it in and then we're going to just kind of guess what it might need, and there's your estimate. Hopefully, you don't even go get it fixed, and you just cash that $700 check because if that $700 estimate comes into our shop and we find another three grand worth of work, that's going to cost us a lot more to fix your car. <laughs> so they're thinking if people have less human contact, yeah, they're just going to be like, oh, yeah, I got an accident. Uh, I need a new bumper. There's a 1000 bucks. I don't really need a new bumper, though. I could just drive the car with a dent and keep a 1000 bucks. True. When really, if you brought it in, we could pull that apart, find out that the radiator supports pushed over and you need three grand worth of work underneath there, you know, like, yeah. so it's a big game, but that's, that's how they're playing it these days. Trying to save every penny they can. That's it. And yeah. keep charging you the same amount or well, more. <laughs> if you think about it, I mean, from a business standpoint of view, it's smart. Scumbags. It is. Oh, <laughs> it's definitely, it's it a is. scumbag move. But it's smart to save money from a business standpoint of view. Yeah, Just of course. Every little. Every business. Every, every quarter you're supposed to be growing. Somehow. I know. When when is it enough? Like you made ten billion dollars last year. Make yeah. sure you're gonna make twenty. Like I get if that. If I made ten keep... billion dollars every year, I think I'd be pretty good. All right, I could be fine. I don't know if I need another billion or two on top of it every single year to be like, Hey <laughs> crushing it still. But that's just how some businesses are. And that's that's what it's all about. <laughs> that's, that's most businesses. That's, no that yeah, that's every business. Yeah. I mean, that's the American dream. It's never it's about make, just make, make more leveling money. off. It's always make more. Yeah. For less. I think at some point I'd want to just chill, hang out with my family, and I'd be okay with, you know, one billion or one million per year. Yeah, whatever. I'd be pretty okay with a billion too. <laughs> <I'd> be, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like I'd be okay with, you know, hundred grand. What did somebody say? What was the number? Like if you made like 75 or 80 grand a year, you should be pretty good like life-wise. You, and then at 90, yeah. Is that what it was? After 90 grand, it's kind of the same, like from 90 to a million. <laughs> Like once you get to ninety grand, you become so much happier. I don't know I'm, if I believe that. <clears throat> I don't know. I think even if I had ninety grand and then I had a million, I'd be a hell of a lot happier. If I had ninety grand, I'm not flying anywhere. Private jets. No. If, if a million, I had a million or a billion, I'm I'm flying a well, private billion, jets. Well, billion, yes, a billion's ridiculous. That that's a whole nother world. Yeah. That's like a completely different class of rich. I feel like you'd always have to be like nervous if you made a billion dollars. Like <laughs> somebody's out to get you. <laughs> you probably screwed somebody over somewhere in your life, or you inherited it somebody's money that screwed somebody over somewhere in your life. A billion dollars doesn't just like fall into your lap easily. Well, unless you worked hard for it. It's hard. It is, but there are people that don't hey, do it. And then there's like Bill Gates. Worked then there's the, like, I mean, uh, yeah, you step on some people along the way, but sometimes you got to. Yeah, hey, how about that? It's business. The biggest book you have over there about Steve Jobs. That guy that was, was looking book. out for number one. He didn't give a shit who he had to roll over. I agree. He was very eccentric and man, I guess a lot of people would have called him a dick. Or an asshole, yeah. but it's what dra- drove the creativity out of people, and it got to be Apple where it is. So, yeah. from that standpoint, you got to make he's a and gen- it drove the genius. life out of some people where they were building them, so they had to put nets around the building so they'd stop committing suicide. Yes, that, that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, he's that, a scumbag. <laughs> he's a scumbag. But I'm saying from the genius and the creativity standpoint of making the stuff that they've made. Oh, yeah. I've had iPhones ever since I could get an iPhone. And I remember when he left Apple in the book, it even talked about it. They they fired him in the beginning. Yeah. They fired Steve Jobs. He started Apple from his garage. Yep. And they fired him because once you go public, even though you're the owner or yeah. the CEO, you're still not really the boss. The shareholders <laughs> See, so that, the that part always confuses me because doesn't he – keep 51% like isn't that how it works usually he might keep even more percentage than that but it's not it's not that the shareholders I think own I don't know it depends on how much you put out in IPO like the initial public offering I feel like if you're majority owner still I don't give a shit who's trying to vote I own this bitch 51% says so but you have to keep the shareholders happy I don't like them because they're the ones that gave you that money to get I don't like the shareholders they didn't give me shit they tried to buy in after I already made this business that's all part of it if you go public now if you're private that's fine but if you go public the shareholders, you have to keep them happy, and they have a board of people who vote. And yeah. if they vote you out, if you suck, you get fired. Didn't they give him, like, he was so weird, too, right? Like, he came in, he'd never shower, he's just, like, walking yeah. around barefoot. Yeah. Like, it's just super weird. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, people people are always trying to get ahead. Yeah. They'll do what they got to do. It's not, not everybody. I'm pretty laid back. I don't try to stomp over people just to move ahead in my job. No, I mean, I want to be more successful in certain things, doing hopefully good with the podcast so we can get better at that. I mean, we're still... You know, learning a lot right now. Yeah. Oh, you know, we'll yeah. always be learning. I mean, it's only number six. You we know? haven't even hit double digits yet. All right. <laughs> so just think maybe in like 20, 30 episodes, we'll be rolling right along doing pretty good, hopefully. Hopefully it sounds yeah. good. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah. So it's um, we're running out over this winter. It's driving me nuts. Yeah, but the car shows are coming soon. <laughs> coming soon. And we're doing okay. I mean, today we threw together an episode. I still have a bunch of stuff we got to look at. Oh, yeah. And we're, uh, I got some stuff over here. We're almost at an hour. We got 10 more minutes to be an hour, so we'll just go with the yeah. flow and see what happens. We actually did pretty good by not having a ton of stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, this little book I got here. I know this has nothing to do with cars, but I'm going to read you a couple. It's called Story Time with Ken. Yeah, Story Time with Ken. This time we're going to do it out of a real book. The Complete Life's Little Instruction Book. I'm going to read you a couple lines and we'll just talk about it. Just them, random? You're going to flip yeah. to a page and just read some random something? random stuff. All right. I don't know if you had a little notebook, like note card ready. No. Never pay for work before it's completed. That's probably pretty good advice. What do you think? Uh, like, once, like imagine if you paid for... I'm trying to think if I've ever paid ahead of time for anything. Well, I guess in a sense, like I'm giving Sean money for my coilovers and the install before I actually have it done. That's different. I mean... <laughs> You know he's good for it, so. But I get like, it's it's weird because a lot of company, oh. a lot of things you're required to put a deposit or fifty percent down before they'll start working on your pro- on whatever it is. Yeah, I've heard of like um, certain companies come around to your house and saying they'll do work for you, you pay them, and then they don't do it and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of like contractor, home repair type bullshit people. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, someone just got arrested for that. Someone local too. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, people do it. Yeah, it's fucked People up. Suck. People are such scumbags. What else we got? What other dropping knowledge do we have over there? Um, think twice before burdening a friend with a secret. So don't tell you a secret because then you'll have to keep it a secret, and that's not fair. I basically. guess. Yeah. What if I? What if I have to tell you? Like you murdered somebody? Uh, I guess I don't have to tell you that one. <laughs> <laughs> First off, I thought I told you to keep that secret. Oh, Secondly, shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah, I got to know. Yeah, all right. What else we got? <laughs> uh, ne- never tell anyone they look tired or depressed. That's rude. <laughs> Just because I have bags under my eyes, I don't need you to tell me about it. What if they're super old, though, and they really have bags? They're just like... What then if they should just be like, well, I'm fucking 80. Of course I'm <laughs> tired and depressed. 
What if they're asleep? Don't then they don't talk to you because they're sleeping. What? <laughs> uh, don't be deceived by first impressions. But I thought the first impression was the best impression. You can't make a first impression twice. You always try to make your best impression your first impression. I don't do that. I feel like I feel like I'm always like more quiet the first time I meet somebody. Yeah, I feel that way too. And then eventually I come I out open my, up. Yeah, because yeah, you don't know them, so you don't know how. Yeah, I don't know. Plus, I, I have a weird sense of humor sometimes. Yeah, me too. And I might say some fucked up shit that some people will be like. <sighs> yeah, you don't know how people are going to react because some people don't have a good sense of humor. Some people get way too one-sided or the other, too, about certain things. Certain subjects and certain political stuff. And Especially all that. that. Stuff. But just in general. Politics. Just in general, yeah. anything. Like, like, like um, I know we always bring up Joe Rogan, but he was saying on the podcast how somebody will grab onto an idea and no matter what, they see different things, new evidence for it. They don't want to let go of it. This yeah. idea that they've had. Like alien hunters. Or All Bigfoot that stuff. Hunters, yeah, stuff yeah like, like that. they don't want to let go of the fact that there just may not be a Bigfoot. I want there to be. Joe Rogan wants there to be. Please. <laughs> I, I want to find a Squatch. I actually could care less. <laughs> I want one. It would be cool, I guess, to see. I need a Squatch But if they're up. as big and strong as everybody thinks they are, don't you think if anything you put them in, they're probably just going to get out of and you can't catch them? Maybe. I mean, what are you going to catch them with? I don't know. A net. You really think you can catch an eight foot tall? You ever see Harry and Henderson's? Yeah. You ever see? It's a movie. (laughs) Well, they could be bigger than that in real life. Maybe. Nine foot tall man with like huge arms and the strength of like a chimp. People, they catch whales. Whales are bigger. They put them in a tank. Not like. Ooh. Not (laughs) what kind of whales? Only killer whales. I've never seen like a humpback whale in the tank. I don't think they have a humpback (laughs) whale. But killer whales are bigger than a Sasquatch. But killer whales. Yeah, killer whales are a porpoise, though. They're technically not a whale. They're in the dolphin family. They're killer whales. Because they kill whales. That's why they're called killer whales. Yeah. But they're not whales. I orca. Mean, they probably are, yeah. They're orca. All right, let me call they're, them orcas. They're in the dolphin family. They catch them, and they put them in tanks. They can be pretty ruthless things. They're, you ever oh, see blackfish? No, but I want to check that out. I heard it was pretty bad. It'll make you boycott SeaWorld. You go out, put fucking whale fake blood on your face, yeah. and go protest right tonight. Wasn't that, wasn't Steve all boycotting SeaWorld? Uh, he did some, yeah, yeah, he did something where he, he got, got up on that crane and yeah, arrested him. And yeah, he shit. got in yeah. some trouble. Don't gamble. I like gambling. That's what it says. Why not? <laughs> because you lose money. I've made money. Well, if you make money, I guess it's okay. Yeah. That's a bad rule of thumb. <laughs> that book should be called rule of thumbs. <laughs> Lie on your back and look at the stars. I used to do that when I was a kid. It's hard. I live in the city right next to Albany. So I get a lot of light you pollution. Could, you could see all the lights from the city. But I'm saying those lights from the city distort right. the sky. Like, I don't see as many stars. My yard's perfect for it. We're your lay, yard is right nicer for deck. it. Yeah. It'd be awesome. I don't yeah. do it, though. But I, you know what I think I'm going to try and do this year? When it gets a little warm out, take some pictures of the stars, do some night photography. Yeah. Yeah, maybe hard. maybe let it um, longer exposures and stuff like that. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Don't leave car keys in the ignition. Yeah. I never do. Well, your car can get stolen. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely could. <laughs> it's like a very easy way to get stolen, I'd say. When meeting someone for the first time, resist asking what they do for a living. Enjoy their company without attaching any labels. Mm, I guess. I, I I'm trying I to know. think. Like I don't think I go out of my way to be like. So what do you do? No, me either. Unless I get stuck in like a long conversation with somebody. Yeah. Like there's been times where I'll have to go to like a like a function for. Tegan's work or something and I don't know anybody but I gotta be there for two hours yeah if I start talking to somebody it usually gets brought up so what do you do like just 
What else do you end up talking about? Do you just say, I can't tell you where I work? It's a, I, I work for the CIA. <laughs> uh, it's a secret. Speaking of that, know when to keep silent. <laughs> We're on a podcast. We not on the quiet. podcast? All right, I just tried. I said, no, when? Yeah, I just thought it was this a good is time. Not the time. <laughs> know when to speak up. I, this is the time. We did up. have to learn about that, trying to be nice and clear into these mics. I think that's enough story time for right now. And that finishes story time with Ken. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, Let's see. I want to get the Craigslist in Albany now. Wait, I had a dumb question that okay, this has nothing to do with anything, but what is the craziest animal you've ever encountered inside of a car? Inside a car? Like when I was working at Toyota, we had a car come in and it had a black kitten in the engine bay. Really? Dead and or no, alive? Alive. That's crazy. And uh, one of the technicians, Henry... Got it out and kept it, and since it was inside of a Camry, he named it Camry. Interesting. Yeah, but it was alive. Good but name for it. I saw a video the other day that just made me think of it when there was a koala, like, hanging on to a suspension inside of a car that was driving, <laughs> and uh, it just made me think, like, what the hell, what is the craziest animal you've ever seen in a car? Yeah, I would agree. A koala inside a car is definitely weird, <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, I guess if you live in Australia... It's probably not that weird. I guess. I mean, I mean, if I found a koala in my car in New York State, that would be weird. Yeah. That'd be very weird. It'd be kind of awesome. It would be cool, but I'd be like, how the fuck did an Australian animal get into New York State, into my car? What's that little bear doing in my suspension? <laughs> <laughs> He's just hanging on. Just chilling. Eating hanging a leaf. Out. Eating a leaf. It wasn't eating a leaf, as far as I know. <laughs> but... But I guess that's kind of like kangaroos. People hit kangaroos probably along the yeah. road and stuff. Kangaroo crossing like, signs like deer. deer. Yeah. Yeah. Like how many deer have you ever hit? I haven't hit any. Really? Never? Nope. I, then I'm I lucky. Can, I'm thinking. I've I seen, I've watched people hit deer on the other lane and stuff. I've hit at least four that I can think Jesus of. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, where I grew up, I lived in the woods. Oh, yeah. So did I. I grew up in Columbia County. But technically it was three because the one, the deer hit me. I it stopped. to the side? I stopped my car and mm-hmm. the deer ran right into my car. You're stubborn. Yeah. Tegan hit a deer in her old Jetta leaving my house one night. Really? I had to go like help her off the side of the road. Jesus. Yeah. She Put had a, a big Jetta? dent. Yeah, she had like a 96 uh, red Jetta GL five-speed. She should have did something with that. She didn't like that she car? She wasn't into cars really oh. like a whole lot at the time. It was just her second car she ever had. Oh. She had a pile of shit Camry before that, like a 92 Camry. Yeah. And then her her mom and dad, or I don't know, She it was, it was like a partial graduation present i think and then she had some money she put towards it and it bought her like a 2500 dollars jetta it wasn't like anything crazy uh, but old school jetta though right she should have bagged it square body like jesse's in fast and furious yeah she should have bagged that yeah right <laughs> <laughs> i think she got rid of that she's had a bunch of cars but has she always had foreign and for american never american no toyotas and germans or well toyotas and v-dubs i meant to say <laughs> i've had a lot of cars I've had a bunch. I had over 10, I'd say, at least. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I still think my Subi is probably my favorite one, like, as a finished product. I haven't seen the Celica done yet, but my my Subi was my favorite car that I've put work into and was like, yeah, that's cool looking. I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm going to have to say for me, it's my Camaro, my Roxy that I had recently. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Even nice though it wasn't a great, great car, but it was my favorite. It's the kind of car I like. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool as shit. I liked it. Speaking of cool as shit, check out, oh, before we go to that, the deer thing. I wanted to say something else about that. The one deer I hit, it was dark and it was in the middle of the road. I came around the 
turn and um guy's headlights were shining at me so i couldn't see it till i was right there and they were like mm-hmm. standing right in the road and i swerved so i only had a part of my car instead of head on yeah. and then the yeah. other one i was coming home from work one day and the guy in front of me hit the deer and because he hit it it hit my car so ricochet deer hit <laughs> kind of like he hit it and it went under his car and went into my car mm. i just couldn't get out of the way fast enough shit happens yeah at least it wasn't like a, a tire come flying off and went through your windshield or something, you know? No, thankfully that did not yeah. happen because I probably, possibly would not be here. Yeah, I've seen some videos, man. It's crazy. Some crazy shit happens during accidents. You ever see that video? Uh, it's on YouTube where that tire comes out of nowhere hitting a guy walking along the street. Right in the like, back of the head? Yeah. Well, like, there's, there's a bunch of those videos. It's like in a foreign country. Dude, there's so many. Actually, I was watching Ridiculousness or whatever um, the I other day. I watch that show all the time. And there so was like funny. a whole segment of just like tires that like <laughs> running away. There was a guy standing, pumping gas, and it like came flying in, wedged itself between the gas pump and his car, and took his legs out, blasted Jeez. him. And there's, like, another one, a guy crossing the street, and a tire <laughs> mowed him down. The one where the guy and, his, and the girl are walking, and bounces and hit him in the back of the head, and knocks him out, face plants on the ground. That's the one I'm thinking of, yeah, the one where he's rough. walking with the girl. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, walking with somebody, and oh. boom, out of nowhere, it's tire just rails And, like, him. what the fuck? Where, <laughs> what just happened? He who gets the, shot? What just the, happened? Who the hell's throwing tires? Yeah. You know what that makes me think of? That dumb movie on Netflix, that tire movie. I never watched it. Oh, this guy I work with told me about it. He's like, it's pretty good. Like, It's dumb. I couldn't bring myself to yeah, watch a movie either. about a tire that attacks people or it's something. It's so crazy. What was it called? Was it just called Tire? Maybe. Or rubber or something like that? It's just not something I could watch. It's too stupid for me. I'd say. I can't do it. I never finished House of Cards either. I started watching. I never finished it. There's only going to be one more season now. Well, Way to go, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, didn't he get in trouble for grabbing boys? Weirdo. Crazy fuck. He did some weird stuff. Yeah. Allegedly. No, it's not allegedly. He admitted it. Oh, did he? Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, fucked up. <laughs> I'm gay, though. It's okay. It's like, no, that's not, <laughs> it's not okay. okay. It's not he, that works. He touched it, children. He was like 14 or something. He touched children. Yeah. but uh, He's a good actor. It's too bad. So I think now he's his wife's president anyway on the show most recently. Oh, really? There's one more season to go. I think thanks, that's going to be the last thanks one. Thanks for the spoiler. If you're not caught up, that's on you. That's the last been episode out I watched was where that re- reporter got shoved off he shoved that reporter off the um subway what are you like season one or two the end of season one or beginning of two good lord you're so far behind how dare you try to give me shit for being a spoiler you're that far behind still well something happened i had a kid and something happened a baby (laughs) showed up yeah years gone by and i still haven't been able to watch it plus (laughs) i'm doing all the photography do the podcast so no excuses watch netflix like a champion I watch it a lot once in a while. I played video games last night though for a little bit. I haven't played them in a while. I played some Madden. Yeah. <laughs> this is totally off topic now, but yeah. you ever do the career on Madden where you can like yeah. change the city? No, I've just done regular career and went through one. In like Bowl. owner mode or whatever, you can move your, your yeah. team to a different city I've and build a stadium it. and all yeah, that stuff. Would, doesn't it cost a lot of money? I don't know. I uh, played a couple seasons. That doesn't cost my money. It's a video game. So <laughs> I, I found out you can go to Mexico City. And really? I was like, oh, shit. I go to look at the teams, and the Diablos was the team. <laughs> so now I'm the Mexico City Diablos. My I got red and black uniforms. I got a little devil logo on my helmet. <laughs> That's so cool. That's awesome. I was like, fuck, that's way better than the Dolphins. Who are the guys out of the team? Anybody ever heard of? It's all, I did a fantasy draft, so it's oh. all like the players in, oh, okay. in the NFL. But I got like... Todd Gurley is my running back. Okay. I got, I still had uh Tannehill as my quarterback though, Yeah, but I got a bunch of just random, I had Josh Doxson as one of my wide oh, yeah. receivers. Yeah. He started doing good this year. Finally, towards the end. Yep. I hope speaking of the Redskins, 
I just hope next year can be better. I mean, I don't know. I hope that Alex Smith thing doesn't bite them in the ass. But they didn't want to give. I mean, they didn't want a bad quarterback. He's not. He did good, but they don't. They didn't want to give Kirk Cousins the money. I guess they didn't want to sign him to contract. Now they couldn't. They they were gonna have to pay him max contract again. Yeah, if they franchise tagged him again, it would be like thirty-one million. And it would have been the third year in a row they franchised him. It's crazy. They still technically can, I think, for a couple more days. They're not gonna though. No, no, they're gonna get rid of him. And either Denver or the Jets are really trying hard to get him. They both want to go all out. But the difference between Denver and the Jets is the Jets have much more salary cap space. They have like one hundred nineteen million. Denver's got a better overall team. Yeah, they got more parts around them already. Yeah, I don't. Jets is not. I don't think he'd want it. Would he want to go to the Jets? Like it's New York. Who team. doesn't want to play in New York? I don't know. If you're playing in New York though for football, you'd probably rather be on the Giants. I mean, no offense to Jet fans, but I mean, no, I I have very you know what, much offense though? to Jet fans. I'm a Dolphins. I fan. I guess if you listen to <laughs> Gary V, he'd be okay with that because he likes losing. Because then when he wins, he can put it in your face. Yeah, good for so. Gary V. Good for all the losers that are now winners. <laughs> good for everybody, man. But if you're a Jets fan, uh, yeah, just don't talk to me during football season. Oh, because you're a Dolphins Otherwise, fan. we're good. Yeah, because yeah, you're a Dolphins otherwise, fan. Otherwise, we're good right. to go. They're in the same division. Same thing with the Eagles. I rooted for the Eagles in the Super Bowl, but during the season, do not talk to me. I'm a Redskins fan. You kidding fan. me? You think I wasn't the most hardcore Eagles fan of all time in that Super Bowl? <laughs> I was cheering like that was my own team beating the Patriots. Yeah. God damn it, I loved it. Oh, I forgot to let you know. I'm back on Craigslist. We're now in a smaller area, so we have more cars to look, or better cars to find, hopefully. Oh look at that. See, right off the bat, see, we we got to stick local, because that's who's listening anyway. We're going to have local cars. El Camino Choo 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 Custom SS. What the fuck is a Choo Choo Custom? I don't know what that means, but that's a cool looking car. Is that a real thing? What is a Choo Choo Custom? There's, there's that red interior that you don't like. It's a glorious maroon. Oh, this isn't just your average El Camino. It's got a 350 ZZ4 crate engine. That's a pretty good engine. Is that what the choo-choo is all about? Well, it's not factory, so I don't know. I'm so confused by choo-choo. I don't know what that means, but it's a cool-looking car. I don't know if I... I would never give hey, you $18,000. That's not an El Camino. Where'd that little <laughs> roadster sneak in there? <laughs> $18,000 for both? Deal. Sign me up today <laughs> for that deal. Um, what else is on this? I don't know. I guess it it's in good shape, but I don't know if I'd pay eighteen for that. But Hell no. What else is for sale? Let's see. Let's go back. What else we got? We got a nineteen ninety eight Toyota Corolla. D- Wait a don't minute. Don't you dare click on that. <laughs> <laughs> what about the school bus? We can get a bunch nine of grand for a school bus. <laughs> we can get a bunch of. People. It's a short bus. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah, but. Then we don't have to, like, the big bus is harder to drive anyway. Think we get some nice rollers out of a school bus? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me and all of our friends could hang out of every window and take pictures on both sides. That would be awesome. This would be Open the up the emergency door on the back. <laughs> that would be the ultimate streamlined photography bus. Could we bag it? Yeah, what the fuck? Why not? Let's bag it, get rid of those. How much ass. is that bus? <laughs> Nine grand. That's not bad. Let's do it. You, you want a Celica? I'll trade you. <laughs> <laughs> you can hang up chains. Um, by the door so 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 i can take pictures like rollers out there That'd so i don't the fall most out. ridiculous thing of all time if people are like hey want to get a, a couple rollers and we show up with a school bus be like ken's gonna be hanging out of the back from his suspension swing he'll be swinging around on the edge of the highway don't worry about it i'll have to hire charles to <laughs> yep. make me some stuff maybe. if i throw the stop sign out just slow down the <laughs> 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 stop sign means slow down <laughs> the flashy lights yeah <laughs> That would be some funny-ass shit. Oh, my God. What else is for sale? Other it's not that bad buses. a price, man. I might consider that. No, the you're not going to consider that. Streamline photography bus. S- the streamline photography. Would you paint it black? Yeah, of course. 
I feel like if you leave it yellow, you get away with more stuff. Cause that's people true. Will be like, ah, it's just a school bus. Leave them alone. That's true. Yeah, we should leave Let them yellow. get those kids home. Just put streamlined photography on it somewhere. Hey, do you need a um, salter? I don't. No? Nope. Put it on the back of your camera. What? No. <laughs> Why not? It'll tip. My camera will do wheelies. <laughs> <laughs> it's only twelve ninety five. That's twelve ninety five more than I'd spend on it. Hey, it might come in handy. There ain't a goddamn thing other than that school bus. That's cool. Oh, wait. SL500. Yeah. Ooh, that is nice. It's only a dollar. AMG. Trade for a G-Wagon. Anyone interested with a G-Wagon, you could get a beautiful 2005 SL500. Sounds 51, like a Ferrari. 000. Says it sounds like a Ferrari. Dude, those things are sick. Yeah. They they're, looks. They're pretty badass. How much do they want for it? Doesn't even say. He wants to trade for a G-Wagon. G-Wagon. Which, what do you mean G-Wagon? Oh, no emails, call or text Brandon. How convenient. <laughs> Well, here you guys go. You guys want a uh, Mercedes? It's got $5,000 Lorenzo wheels. He only wants a dollar for it. Rolling on Lorenzo's. What's a G-Wagon? Mercedes. Oh, Mercedes wagon. Wagon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe he got a family. Sir, G-Wagon's the SUV, I mean. Oh, okay. He's probably got a family now. Time to settle down. Boo. Can I boo people for having families? <laughs> hey, I got a family, man. Put yeah, but they're cool. <laughs> they don't make you get rid of your stuff. No. Although, you chose to get rid of your stuff. <laughs> yes, that's okay, though. Here we go. Let's get into 60 Ford V8, 22 grand. It's not bad. It's a cool-looking truck. 60 Ford V8 what? You didn't even say it's a truck. <laughs> <laughs> it just says Ford V8. Oh, F100. F100. Ford F100. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I like it. it. It Does it come with the old man? <laughs> I think so. Posting up on it like it's his? <laughs> it probably is his. Get your boot out of the picture. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Crazy old engine. Brand new Apple Legend battery, though. They didn't put the original battery in. Got the sweet radials on there. Yep. White dash. Look at that old school tape deck. Is it even a tape I, deck? I like, that is something I do like about old car. I like the painted dashboards, the color yeah. of the car and shit. Well, I like the wood bed in it. Check this one out. Classic Liverpool, look. New York, 22 grand. Anybody want a sweet 1964 V8? Too much. I don't want it for 22 grand. I don't have that much to spend. I don't I want mean, anything to do with it. If I had 22 grand, I might buy it, but. Uh, there's a beautiful pink <laughs> Honda Civic. Civic. Only 138K. Bucks. That's not bad. 15-inch Rams. It's got a little rust. I the think inspection stickers sideways. It's got some tread. It's automatic. It's all right. <laughs> Everything is misted pink from the overspray. <laughs> Anybody wow. want a pink Civic? What a glorious car. Oh, I want to know. There's a 32 roads. Wait, what's oh, that 55 truck? Go to the right. 55 truck, 55 oh, truck on 55 air. 55 Chevy on air. 31 that grand. Thing's sweet. Damn, I wish I had 31 grand. That thing's pretty badass. Ooh. I really like step it. Step side. See, that I like the step side in. Me too. I don't like the seats. Does that have suicide doors? Oh, shit. Sure enough, does. Yeah, suicide doors. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Now, if I had thirty grand, I would definitely buy this truck. Over forty-three thousand invested. It says chopped, bagged, suicide doors, shaved door handles, Dakota digital dash, custom Alpine stereo, automatic. That's whatever. Three twenty-seven. It's a pretty nice truck. It's fast and fun to drive. Loud and mean. Ready to show. All right, dude. I think that should be enough for Craigslist coverage. Yeah, we went over that should probably bit. actually be close to over an hour by now, right? Yeah, we're just a little bit over an hour, a tad over an hour, but there was one other thing I wanted to talk about. You sent me this thing. Mm, yes. Tell me about the 76 RA23 Toyota Celica. So, most people probably know I have a crush on Celicas as well. 
And uh, this is my favorite one I've seen that I could think of. Um, that's got a nice write-up on it, too. It's from Australia. The guy, his name is, what is it, Troy Barker? I believe his name's Troy Barker. Uh, it's tjb.photo on Instagram if you want to check out his work. It's pretty awesome photography and amazing car. But it's a 76 Celica RA23 body. The little coupe, not that hatchback. Uh, he's he's named it Lily, I believe is the name for it. It's like a goldish, orange, yellow color. Um, but sick. It's just beautiful. It's my favorite build of that style Celica I've ever found online. It's got a 18 RG Toyota Cel- or Toyota motor in it. It's a pretty nice car. A little 14-inch SSR wheels going all around. I honestly like this whole body Celica better than like your body st- style. Yeah. Well, that's it's what really I went cool. and looked for. Yeah. I went down to I Long remember. Island and, and saw that one um, white one, but it, it was just too too much of somebody else's project. It was all kind of hacked together. The thing yeah. wouldn't start. It was missing shit, the holes in the trunk. It was just, it was too beat. The guy wanted way too much money for it. Yeah, his name's Troy Barker. He's also the photographer, too. It's his car. Yeah, He's the photographer. that's why I was tjb.photo yeah. is his Instagram. Takes pretty good photos, too. Really like good. Him. Yeah, really yeah. good. I'd, I'd love to photograph that car, but he's a photographer. Why and he's in me? Australia. Right. So, <laughs> but it's right-hand drive. That's definitely not going to happen. That's it's just cool. It's sick. Yeah, it's one of my favorites, so check him out. I like it a lot. Give him a follow. Give him a couple likes or something. It's a really cool build. He's got a couple other projects he's in the works on. But, yeah, I just wanted to bring that one up just because it's my favorite. I agree. That's a pretty cool car. Yeah. And I'm not even a huge Toyota fan, but that one's nasty. I'll I'll make you one. Yeah. I'll get you there. Before we get out of here, I want to warn people about a new challenge going around on the internet that you should not do. Oh, fucking Tide Pod idiots. Just do not do it. Tide Pod challenge is bad, and now they got a hot coil challenge. Yeah, so I had to show you this link because I was like, this is ridiculous. This is crazy. This guy bare, has a bare stove. Bare-armed, has an electric stove running, and it's red. <gasps> oh, my God. And he puts it. his arm on the stove. Oh. While it's hot, burns his skin. You like, watch just smoke. You hear the sizzle from, and like that's just one video. I'm not watching more of those videos. Why do people want to do this shit? I just don't understand what the whole purpose of these challenge videos are. Like I know how bad a little burn hurts. Why would I want to do that? Like it hurts a lot. Intentionally did that. Like that's gonna like, be that's a scar for life. Probably a third degree burn at least. Oh yeah, it was a red hot metal coil. He stuck his forearm onto it and it's melted like to brand in yourself. Yeah, basically, like, it's exactly. He's gonna have a rainbow half circle freaking scar on his forearm for the rest of his life. That may not be as bad as the tie challenge, only because you could probably die from the tie challenge. But it's pretty damn it's, stupid. It's almost stupid as, dumb. as hell. It's crazy. Oh, I don't people, get people drive me nuts. <laughs> and with that, we'll leave, we'll leave out on that <laughs> yeah. note. So uh, that's our rant don't for the day. Hurt yourself. Don't be stupid. <laughs> Um, anything you want to share with us, like your Instagram and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, the usual. Check me out at B-Potsy. Uh I have been slacking still, but it's almost spring. So the Instagram will get popping pretty soon here. Got mm-hmm. a lot of shoots coming up, a lot of, a lot of plans. Yeah, we got to start setting up here. some shoots. Cars and Caffeine is coming up April 29th, Sunday. Yeah. Starts at 8 a.m. That's the goal for, for my car. It's going to be the first sure one of the there. year. Next week, like I said, we'll be... Uh, Having Charles on the show yeah, and talking to him about one yep. of the, he's one of the main persons responsible yeah. for cars and caffeine. Yep, and he does a couple cool things. So hopefully yeah. he comes and drops some stories on us. And then the weekend before that, April twenty second, we'll be at UMass doing pictures. The weekend and stuff. before the car show. Yes. Yeah. Yep. yep. So we'll definitely be talking about that. 
Yeah. Can't wait. Um, you can check out my Instagram at streamline underscore photography. And then also check out all my pictures if you want. Um, check out our um, podcast Instagram at Cars and Caffeine Podcast. We just made a Facebook for it too. Yeah. We are, I got to still work on it a little bit more, so we're not even going to get anybody to it just but yet. I haven't done much with it, but uh, I just set it up. It'll be something by episode six, hopefully. Yeah, I would think <laughs> so. By the time this is on live, we should have something up. Yeah. So. All right, dude. Uh, later. Good chat.